Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. And today, Susan Jane joins me. I was lucky enough to be a guest on her fabulous podcast. And so I've asked her to come and share some wisdom with all of us today. Susan has spent over 35 years encouraging people to connect, develop, and trust their intuition to enable them to make confident decisions in line with their true core values. But life always hasn't been that simple, says Susan. Her life changed dramatically when her 20-year emotionally abusive marriage ended. She had to reconnect and rediscover who she was and what she really wanted. How do you make the right decisions in life when, for most of it, other people had made them for you? she asked. There was only one choice to make. She had to trust who she was and a decision she was going to make. Welcome, Susan. That's a fabulous snippet of your bio. I could keep going, but there's so much that you do, I just want to get straight into it. Thank you, Magic. It, it's funny when you hear somebody else talking about it because you sort of think, oh, wow, that person's pretty okay. <laughs> and you go, oh, hang on, it's me. <laughs> I wrote that. That's all right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now, the giggling started straight away. For the listeners, when I was on Susan's podcast, this was the way it went. So if you're not giggling along with us, then, you know, Maybe we need to try harder to entertain you, but (laughs) we're going to get into what flower readings are a bit later. But first, I ask my guests all the same three questions and everyone gives me such a different answer. So here's your first one. What can your expertise do to accelerate health, be it physical, emotional or spiritual health? My expertise can really help in their health side of it in all ways, but of course, it's about connecting with your intuition. So when we're connecting with our intuition, we're starting to get that intuitive guidance that will help us through the the different areas. So one of the examples I had was my throat became a bit swollen. So I went to the doctors this particular day, and it was when I was doing all this developing my intuition and developing all my spirituality and getting an understanding of it. And I went to the doctors and they said, oh, we need to get a biopsy. It looks like you've got a, there's something going on with your thyroid. Yeah, thank you. So I've gone in and had this examination done on my thyroid and they did the the scan and everything else and they could see a shadow and uh, something else in there. And 
They said I had to come back in, I think it was like three weeks' time, and a doctor was going to do a biopsy, but they need to use the machine again to see where that shadow or that spot was and get a biopsy of it. So I've gone home and thinking I'm not good with doctors and I don't like a lot of that stuff. And intuitively I knew that I could start to work on it and I was shown that I could, the the information that I was getting was more about how to do my own healing on it. So I got onto the kelp and a few other things that help your thyroid. And so that was the physical side of it. And then I started doing some healing. And that's where I look at the, the sort of the spiritual side of it. And I started doing some of this healing work, it's similar to Reiki, that type of work. And I started working on it. And I, I just call it my voodoo stuff, you know, my my woo-woo stuff. Um, so I started working on it. I went back to the same clinic three weeks later. It was the same lady that actually did the first scan. It was the same bed. It was the same machine. Everything was exactly the same. And so she is looking for this shadow and she couldn't find it. She's looking for the spot and she couldn't find it. And eventually the doctor came over and he got quite angry. He actually got quite annoyed. And he sort of said, this is wasting my time because it had gone. I, I I had got rid of it and I don't quite know how I got rid of it, but I I tend to put it down to the health aspect of looking at all the different aspects. So one area was I did the physical side, one area I did the spiritual side, and then I did that emotional side too, which I know that you connect really well with uh, magic and where I started to look at what's stopping me from voicing my opinion because it was this throat chakra that was being stuck you know, that was having the issues. What is stopping me from from voicing my opinion and going forward? So I was working on it in all those different ways. And if I hadn't been connected to my intuition and following those intuitive messages, I probably would have just let them stick the needle into me and, and be done with it. So where connecting with your intuition is so important for your health, it allows you to have a broader spectrum of looking at it and using the different modalities to help you get through it. Was that the long version or the short one? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Wow, we talk about wealth here too, Susan, and, you know, many people think that's just financial wealth, and it can be, but it's also personal and emotional wealth. So what would be your top three tips to creating wealth? Oh, to creating wealth. Top three. I, look, I have to say trust your intuition because that, that's that's my go-to. And for me, trusting my intuition is then getting an understanding of the decisions that we're going to make. So in any of our areas of, of wealth, uh, I think we, we have to make decisions. And so getting in in contact with those intuitive messages you're receiving is actually going to help us with that. And I, I really do look at wealth in in such a broad spectrum. I look at abundance as, as wealth as well. I look at it in such a, a broad spectrum and we have it all there. It's whether we're aware of it and whether we're tuning into it. So three of the tips I would say was I like to visualize. That's one of my big ones. So meditation is is really important. Visualization is really important. Um, but when I, I look at it in a, a holistic sort of approach, The first thing I say is ask. And I say ask because if you ask, you're open to receiving. You're 
And that way you can receive messages or you can receive what it is you want. If you want more money, ask. Ask that I would like more money. I would like it on a bit more of a regular occasion. I would like it to come in a bit more often or I'd like to win a huge amount in one big go. Don't put it down to how you're going to do it. Put it down to what you want and start to ask for it. Start to be open about it. The second tip is once you're open, you're open to receiving then and start to understand those messages you're getting in. When you're receiving those messages, okay, it's time to buy a lotto ticket. Right, let's go. Is it an intuitive message you're receiving or is it just an idea that, yeah, because I want to win money, I'm going to buy a lotto ticket? Or, you know, you're looking at it in different ways. So when you start to receive that information, you need to go for a walk in the in the park or you need to go for a walk in the mountains. And that's all about this abundance as well. There's the abundance of nature and, and healing and health. Then the third step is to action it. So if you are getting a message to go buy a lot of ticket, go for a walk in the park, hit the mountains, action it. So ask, receive it, and action what you receive. They're my three tips. Brilliant stuff. Now, look, Susan, we talk about weight loss here. I've been on kind of a lifelong journey with my weight up and down, and I guess many of the listeners have battled with their weight at some point. Have you ever battled yours? If so, what was the trigger to losing it? And look, second part of this question, we know stress has a big part to play in weight issues. How would you suggest people alleviate their stress? Wow, that's really, really good questions. I, I've never had a, a big issue with weight. Yes, I, I have been weightier than what my body probably would handle, but I've never really had the issue with weight. But I guess my other area is when we look at weight issue, is it because I was scared? It was, was it because I didn't want to have a weight issue? But I, I, I don't know whether that's really where I'm going. I must admit, since menopause, I have been putting on a bit of weight uh, and you tend to be putting it on slowly and consistently. And I, I don't like it. I, you do feel uncomfortable. You do feel awkward about it. So I am a, a, a quite a active person. So I tend to look at more of the actions and more of the activities. So I tend to lift my walking. I, I walk most mornings. I tend to do be more active in a way that I can still eat the crappy food that sometimes I eat. I'm not suggesting you do that because I don't feel that's the right thing. But also when I'm connecting again with my intuition, it's getting an understanding of what feels right for you and what doesn't. Now, I know that Drinking a glass of wine every night is probably not so good for me, especially when it's white wine and not red. Um, and so that's playing on my mind and those sort of negative behaviours are playing on my mind. But what I feel that we need to do and what I tend to do is I try not to be so hard on myself. And if you are focusing on weight loss, it's really hard to focus on anything else. If you're focusing on making a lot of money or wanting to have a lot of money, then you tend to be focusing on that. If you want to have weight loss, you've got to focus on it and allow that to be your first port of call. And that's sort of how I see it. But the, the problem is we look at that mental health aspect behind it and we can we can really give ourselves a hard time about it and we can really 
be so negative on ourselves because we've not achieved what we feel we should have achieved. And I'm one to sort of be, I'm, I'm really mental health focused in that context. If you can lose weight and still have a good mental health, for me, that is the ultimate. That's what we need to do. But if it's not happening, oh, don't come to me. I, I really don't know how to help you on that. Go to people like Magic because they have the better understanding of that, that concept. I can get you to connect with your intuition. And I do know that there's a lady around here that does intuitive eating. Why are we eating that? And that's the sort of thing that I would be looking at. I'm doing enough exercise on the physical side. It's my eating habits. Why do I always head for a packet of chips? Why do I always run for fried food? What are those messages behind that? And how can I adjust that in a manner that isn't creating more stress? in a manner that is conducive to who I am, where I am at, and and how I'm going forward. And they're the sort of questions that I would be asking myself to help me go forward. Because I really don't believe there's a one situation that suits all. It's about getting a real good understanding of who we are and how we can go forward on that. And that is exactly why we asked this question on the podcast, because everyone has a different answer. So there are just unlimited resources and hopefully we can keep bringing them to you here on A Magical Life. Yes. Now, Susan, I really want to talk about flower readings. What are they and can you explain to the listeners why something like this is so important? Well, with the flower readings, when I was developing my intuition and getting an understanding of who I am, we use tools. It's like, like anything. We all have these tools. And when we want to really connect with our spirituality and, and, and who we are, we have tools. And meditation is a tool that we can use. Visualization is a tool we use. Cards, reading cards like uh, tarot cards or oracle cards, they're all tools. Pendulums are tools. Uh, dowsing is tools. Tea leaves can be tools. You know, we have all these different tools. Now, why we have these tools is because if if you can imagine you have your spiritual body and your physical body. Now, I know we have these two bodies because of the experiences I've had in my life. And, and there was experiences there, three main types of experiences where my spirit body left my physical body and I was watching what was going on. And now one was during a, a horrific pack rate attack um, where I actually left my body and was watching what was happening. The second one was almost 12 months to that day and it was a near-death experience where I, I actually left my body and and basically I went to heaven and had to come back, which was really quite annoying. But anyway, I did. And the third time I did it deliberately. So I did an astral travel. I, I left my body deliberately. So I know that we have, and I did that deliberately because I wanted to test the theory. I'm a theory tester. I wanted to test the theory that we actually do have this spirit inside of our physical body. Um, I'd read about it. I had an understanding of it and I believed it, but I wanted to actually test it. And that's what I did. And I have tested quite a few theories. So but that's another podcast another day. But what happens is we've got this spiritual side of us and we've got this physical side of us. And my question was, how on earth do they communicate? How on earth do they actually communicate? And that's where I came up with intuition. Intuition is that communication between that spirit side of us and the physical side. 
Now, everyone says, but the spirit knows everything. You know, we've got to listen to the spirit. And I went through this very strong area there where, you know, everybody was very, very spiritual. And I thought to myself, you know what? You guys are so spiritual. You're not actually connecting with the physical. We are both and we need to be both. That, that our body is our temple that holds our spirit. Now, the reason why the spirit has to come into a body is because spirit can't taste, spirit can't touch, spirit can't do those five physical senses that the human body can do. So for spirit to get its learning and keep going, it comes into a physical body. So we have this physical body that's had all of these DNAs, these ancestors coming through, this environment that we've come through, all of this learning in that physical sense that's come through all the cells, and then we have the spiritual body that's had other spiritual bodies before that. This is where they they talk about everlasting um, life, and that's this spirit side. So we've got these two to come together, and they've got to communicate. So the physical body is it has experience of the environment and where it is, whereas the spirit has uh, an understanding of other past areas. So when they come together, when we wanted to hear what our intuitive messages are or when we want to get an understanding of what those intuitive messages are, it's really good to have this physical aspect of a card or a flower or a, a pendulum swinging. So we have these physical aspects that allow us to have that analytical look at it, which is our physical side, but allow those spiritual messages to come through, which is that intuitive aspect. So I use flat, that was, that was the short version, right? You want to hear the long version when I get into that. Uh, but in all of that, I use flowers. Now, what happened was originally I was doing live flower readings. But of course, with live flower readings, you're restricted to what flowers are growing. And when you're doing a reading on a live flower, you are picking up the essence of the flower and you're picking up very, very intuitively. So straight away, you're almost going into an intuitive realm and picking up that information, which can be challenging for some. So I wanted to bring it back because it's not about me doing flowerings. I want to be able to teach people. I've got online courses for it. So I brought it back to a flower image. And of course, we've got internet now. Why should we be restricted to what's growing in your yard or around you? We've got millions of flower images that we can pick up off the internet. So when we look at a flower image, there is 16 different elements, over 16 actually, but say 16 different elements that we can look at to get a reading from. That satisfies our analytical side, okay? So we can see what's going on in a flower image. When we go back to the intuitive side, what it does is we can, can start to connect the dots. So we're looking at a flower image and before I go into that any, any further, when somebody's picking a flower image, when they're choosing their flower image, we do this gentle meditation. And what we, what we look at is the flower images are our goals in life. So say you have a goal of weight loss. What we do is we get a feeling of that and we, we try and get that emotional attachment. How is it going to feel when you're at the weight that you want to be or on the, on that journey? How does it feel when you're losing that weight? What does that, what does that feel like to you? What, what are you experiencing when you've reached the goal that you want to reach in your weight loss journey? What does that feel like? What, where is that coming from? 
Is it is it happiness? Because that's pretty basic. Or is there a deep satisfaction to it? There's this real ongoing, wow, I've done it. I'm so proud of myself. And we have all these emotions running around in us about this particular goal. So then I ask them to get all those emotions of that success and squish it down into a little seed and plant that seed in your heart. And then as that seed grows, it becomes a flower. And I ask them to have a look at what that flower really looks like. What's the shape of it? You don't actually have to know what the flower is. What are the colors in it? What are the shapes to it? What does it look like? And then we say, okay, now Google that flower. When I did it, and as I said, I'm a theory tester. When I did it for my book, I wanted to get an understanding of the finances. So I did that for my book. And all I could see was this round shape. And it was pink and white. So I Googled pink and white flowers. And you can imagine how many millions came up. So I started scrolling through it. Now, remember, I had this feeling, this, this real strong emotional feeling about how success means, what, what it meant to me. And so as I'm scrolling through these flower images, there was a flower that popped up and I went, oh, that's sort of got the right color. And so I saved that. Another one popped up and, oh, that sort of got the right sort of shape to it. And that one, I put that one to the side. Then another million more. And then one came up and I went, oh, that one sort of feels about right. So I had a couple there. And then I looked at them again and I went, you know what? That one feels right. And I picked this particular picture. Now, because I'd written the book and I was testing the theory, I didn't want this picture to be in the format of a landscape. So I changed it to a square format, the image picture, and I lost the feeling. I had to have it as a landscape format. And there's a reason behind that because it's kind of the motivation. So I've gone, okay, so this sort of works. And I went through and I did a bit of a reading on it. And I had a, I had a huge aha moment about this particular flower. So as you're scrolling through and looking at your flowers, you've got to make sure you're connecting with that feeling. And that feeling brings it up. And that's the flower that you do the reading on. And we go through, so you've got that analytical side. We can go through all the 16 different elements. And the first thing you might sort of go is, look how bright and, and, and beautiful that flower is. And we can start to get that understanding of what that means and how that looks. And we bring in intuitive messages. When I say we, we bring in these messages, if you can imagine somebody sees a ring on your hand, Right. So somebody gets this, this visual of a ring and they go, and I'm not saying on your finger, it's just a visual of a ring. Now somebody will say, Oh, it looks like you're getting married or, Oh, it looks like you're, you're getting engaged or it could mean, Oh, it's everlasting love is coming your way because it's a circle or it could mean you're being engulfed in this, this circle of, of gold. You know, what does that mean? Is it, is it, is it about your money? And so we have what what means one thing to one person can mean so many different things, and this is where we look at we we look at um, when we and analyzing a dream, when we're looking at card decks, when we're looking at, at signs and and images that we're getting around us. That's our intuitive messages coming through, but it's how you interpret that message that makes the big difference, and that's what we're learning when we're doing the flower reading, and so. What you're getting with this flower image is an intuitive visual of how your intuition is actually guiding you. 
you have picked that. Intuitively, you have picked that image. And then intuitively, you read that image and it tells you exactly how your intuition is guiding you to achieve that goal. That was so different. much information. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you shouldn't let me just talk magic. You know, you shouldn't be stopping me. I'll just keep going. No, you've got so much to offer. Look, people often dismiss intuition. Maybe they feel that it's not sending them in the right direction. You know, maybe their analytical or logical mind fights the intuitive information. And, you know, down the track they might go, well, why didn't I do X, Y, Z? So what are some easy tips to follow your intuition? Well, the first one is part about being aware of it. And even when I went back into that ask, receive and action, the, the first thing you need to do is, is really ask. If you want to have a, an understanding of it, ask. So say you've got a decision to make. You don't know what you want to do. You, you want to sort of follow your gut. You want to follow your intuition because let's face it, the, the reason, the purpose you are here on earth at the moment is for you don't have so much as a life purpose in the physical side. It's your spirit that has the purpose. The, the spirit has come into this body to achieve something. So if you're not listening to what the spirit is, is guiding you to do, then you're just doing what you want to do in a physical realm. And often that's when you start to feel uncomfortable because you're following the physical side more so than that happy balance between the two. Now, the physical body has to get that spirit to where it needs to be. So we need to love that physical side just as much as we uh, love and follow that spiritual side. So the first thing I would, I always suggest to people is to ask that I go back to that basic thing of asking. Now, how we can do that is we'll often do it in, um, I'll, I'll often do it. It's like I go to bed, I get, get into bed and I sort of go, I'm just not sure whether I should do that interview tomorrow or not. I'm just not sure if I should be doing this or not. I don't, I don't know if, if what I'm doing is right. Can you give me some guidance? And you can say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. But what you're doing is asking. And when you're asking, you're opening up yourself to receiving. Now, that night, during the night, you could receive a, a, a dream message, something in your dream. But often I get up in the morning, I have my walk, I might get a message or some information coming through there, but I usually get it when I'm having my shower after my walk. And for some reason, the water, when you're near water, it's more conducive for allowing you either to relax and receive those messages or for those messages to come through in one way, shape or form. Then when we receive those messages, we receive them through our chakras is one way. We receive them in the environment. So we can receive them as, as mental notes. We can hear them. We can receive them as visuals. Like, I don't know how many times you've ever done it, but I'll, I'll often look at the clock and it's 12.34, one, two, three, four. I often get running numbers. A lot of people get 11.11 or those, you know, it's 4.44 um, and we start to see those numbers come up. They're all messages. Now, they may not mean a lot and you may not be able to understand them that much, but it doesn't mean they're not there. It's whether you choose to take those messages on board. So you've gone to bed at night, you've asked a question 
and you're going to start receiving some of those information. You're going to hear a noise on the radio. You're going to listen to a podcast that actually tells you a particular thing. And they, and because it's what you've asked, you're starting to receive those messages. Um, one situation with mine, we were driving down the road. I was with my partner and we were driving down the road and we'd been talking about something earlier. So we'd been open to this discussion. And he said to me, oh, my goodness, did you see that billboard? That was exactly what we were talking about. I didn't see it. And I went, oh, okay. And then we're still driving along the same highway. And I said to him, oh, did you hear what they just said on the radio? And he goes, no, I didn't. And he's in the same car as me. I didn't see the visual. I heard it. And he didn't hear it. He saw the visual. So this is how it's working and this is how we've got to get this understanding and learn to trust it. So when you're at the cake shop or when you're at the lunch lunch bar and you sort of go, well, you know, oh, I should have that to eat, but I want that, start to listen to what your intuition's saying. And it's going, it's not about what you should or shouldn't do. It's about how you're feeling and why you're choosing that. Is the sugar in that what's giving you the high? You know, why are you choosing? What's your intuition telling you about that? Fantastic information again. Listen, I want to mention your book. So what is it called and where can people find the book? It's called Intuitive Flowers, Empowering Your Emotional Goals. So again, it is all about your emotional goals. It's got, um, it's got all the how to do in there and you can get it on Amazon Australia. I think I have a bit of a hiccup with Amazon regular, so I've got to go and check that out. But, yeah, Amazon Australia, you can get it, and it's like a print-on-demand. Fabulous. Now, before I let you go, Susan, we love freebies here. So what can you offer the listeners and where can they find it? Well, if you jump onto the Facebook group Intuitive Personal Development by Susan Jane, I do weekly free flower readings. Even if you can't be on at the live when I do it Tuesday mornings, uh, Australia 9 o'clock, Australian Eastern Standard Time, even if you can't be on the live, when I put the notice out, you can put numbers down there. So they pick a number between 1 and 100 or you put up your own flower image and I'll give you a free reading on that. And you can do that weekly if you want to. Very generous. Thank you. Now, people can find you at intuitivenature.com.au. You're also on Facebook and Instagram at Susan Jane Intuitist. What kind of info do you have on your socials? Oh, that's a good question. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> so I put a lot of I put a lot of quotes up. I, I just like the nice quotes, and it's all about intuition and um, different ways to connect. How we connect mentally, how we connect physically, the different ways we connect. The ways we connect through our chakra, how we receive messages. So there's a lot of it. It's ah, oh, it's all about intuition. Funny enough. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of that on there. I am I am getting better on the reels. Oh, you know what? You can get you can get a free daily flower reading on the Insta and on Facebook. One of them. I do free daily flower readings too on that. So they're little pre-recorded ones. You know how you get your your free daily card or your free, you know, Zodiac reading? I do the flower reading. So it's like a collective flower reading and you get get one of those. It's a little one minute. This is what you got to do today. Woohoo! Let's get it done. 
My goodness, you are lots of fun and lots of energy, and I love having you here. For now, we're going to put a pin in this conversation because I really do want to have you back. There's just so much that you can offer the listeners, so thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been wonderful. My pleasure. Listeners, this is Susan Jane Intuist. Really look her up. So that website is intuitivenature.com.au. Susan, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been an honour. Thank you so much, Magic. Pleasure. And listeners, thank you so much for your time. Please leave us an Apple review, Spotify review, jump onto our Facebook page at A Magical Life Podcast and tell us who you want to hear from. You know, what do you want us to bring to your podcast listening pleasure? And for now, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.